relationships, definitely, you know, respect and, and communication and make sure there's no red flags. And if there are, leave. Like, just leave. You just know? know? Walk it. out the door, That's close it. the chapter, and, and move on. That's, she says it like it is. <laughs> Welcome to Detox with Dina and Friends. I'm your host, Dina Theodora, singer, songwriter, and actor. My aim for this podcast is to empower, motivate, and inspire you. Thank you to Vasanti Cosmetics for sponsoring this episode. Head over to VasantiCosmetics.ca for luxury, high-performance cosmetics and skincare. Make sure to use promo code DINA10 for 10% off all online products. All right, my lovely Olivia is in the house. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you, my darling, and I can't wait to get into the details of everything you do and everything that you've been through so that you can share your journey and be ever so inspiring to so many women that are you know, going through so many things and can relate to you. Yes. Please. So, I'm so happy to be here. I'm oh my so goodness. excited. <laughs> we've been talking about it for so long and we've been saying what an amazing opportunity it would be to have you. So mm -hmm. I'm so happy that we're here and now I get to share your story with everyone. So without further ado, please tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about what you do, who you are, and how it all started. Of course. So real estate 15 years now my goodness i can't even believe it it feels like it was yesterday started at the age of 19 youngest realtor in ontario i know and at one point i was top 30 under 30 in the country and now i'm 35 so there i am um love what i do and with remax i have a team of six realtors and two assistants and every day is different and it's so funny because today i posted something about you know, what was it that my parents were like, what do you want to be when you're older? And I went through thinking teacher, journalist, psychiatrist, and then I realized I just want to be in the real world every day. And to me, this is what I'm doing. So I love what I do. I love it. That's amazing. And to achieve so much at such a young age, you know, starting at 19 and, and how was that in terms of getting, you know, getting into the real estate? What really sparked your interest in, in starting that? I had a baby. And uh, I got pregnant at the age of 17. I had Tiffany when I was 18. And at that point, I knew I had to give up my dream of becoming a lawyer. And so with that said, um, it was extremely difficult. I mean, I dyed my hair brown, wore it in a bun, put glasses on every single day, and basically pretended I was 30, which a 19-year-old doesn't know how to be a 30-year-old. And so it was very difficult. And I did 12 leases that year, made $12,000. That's it. So as a single teen mom, uh, very difficult. You, that right now, I'm, I'm just, you know, sometimes when things are forced out of us, you know, we're put in difficult positions and, and, and all that we're able to do is just push through it mm -hmm. and, and make, make the best of it. And you are an example of how you turn something so difficult into something so empowering. Um, so with that said, I mean, you've been in the real estate. You started at 19. You you had your your baby girl, and uh, and then and and then for the next how many years was it that you started to build and, and really grow um, where you are today? I think it was year after year. It was definitely a ladder that I climbed. It wasn't an overnight. I mean, I did start from the bottom, from rentals to condos, to townhomes, and all the way up to luxury real estate and land development. Mm -hmm. And so it did, it did take the full 15 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm glad that it was sort of like 12,000 and then 50,000, and then it's, you know, went up from there. And then about seven years, I started my team, and, and now I've got, you know, we sell about 80 to 100 homes a year, which is unbelievable. Yeah. And so you knew, did you know from the beginning that you were going to start your own uh, 
Rovich? No, I did not. I didn't know. How did that come about? I mean, I chose success for my life, and I always say the word I chose success because I am still a single mother with three children now, and I take care of them, and I want a comfortable life, and at the same time, I love what I do. I want to, uh, to help many families and be a part of their journey and their story, and so no, I didn't know where my ceiling was, and I don't think I'm anywhere near my ceiling yet. There we have it, Olivia speaking words of wisdom and, and power, and just to have so much in you to be able to come from the challenges and what you, what you were dealing with, you know, as a young 19-year-old girl with a baby and coming out of that and choosing to be, um, to choose success yes. and to go after it. So empowering. The challenges that you faced along the way, were they, were they, can you mention some of the things that you experienced and how you were able to overcome them? Uh, financial was the biggest, of course. I mean, um, once you know, I became a single mother of two, I sold my house, uh, my ex-husband came home for one lonely night, and uh, here I am, a single mother of three kids. Um, yeah, money was tight. There was times where I didn't have $100 to my name, and I didn't know how I was going to pay for groceries, but I struggled my, my way upwards. Mm -hmm. um, physically, I had challenges. I had a whole lot of health issues. I was in and out of hospitals. I was fainting. I have a blood disorder that to this day tries to kill me every single day of my life and I just won't wow. let it. Wow. Um, so I definitely, I think it was financial was the biggest and then just that stress of not knowing am I gonna make it health-wise for my children to see me grow old. Do you, I, I'm, Sometimes we think our problems are the biggest, you know, yeah. and, and we feel like they're mountains. And just hearing everything that you have gone through from health to financial, that is, I just, I, I commend you for coming through that and yeah. finding that strength. Um, and with that said, as empowering as it is, what is your definition of empowerment towards women? Oh, you know what? I, like, we all as women should be helping each other, uh, praising each other, helping each other, not being against one another. And I felt like that's something that yes. I was bullied my whole life. Women always hated me. And to me, I want to give them love and I want to give them my playbook and help them succeed because that just helps me succeed too. And yes. I think women are such strong people these days and Absolutely. I want to help them grow. I mean, that, that's what it is to me. I want to see women succeed and be strong and, and, and independent. I want them to that's be independent. Amazing. And you know, it's like when, what's the saying? When the tide rises, all the, all the ships sail, you know? Every, one person's success can impact everyone. To, Absolutely. You know, to just make a positive impact. Yeah. Um, and so thank you for sharing your, your, your struggles and challenges, you know, and, and for every, any woman that is going through similar challenges and struggles, you know, just to hear how you were able to just get through, move forward, and find that strength um, and the stamina and the faith in yourself to go forward mm -hmm. um, gives hope to so many Yeah, and, and sometimes we don't even realize how strong we really are. Thank you. And other people, sometimes if they'll say to you, you have no idea how strong you are, it helps just to hear that because then you start to believe it. And the more positivity you have in your life, the more happy you are yourself. Sometimes you hit rock bottom and the only place back is right back up. So That's right. you found that and you did it. And congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Thank you. So I want to get into relationships and advice. Okay. Lovely Olivia. Here we go. <laughs> what is your definition of a healthy relationship? And... Um, 
And, and if you can tell me, you know, you, you can either mention or not mention, you know, any experiences that you've been through where you saw something that was healthy and some red flags. Sure. I mean, to me, a healthy relationship, um, you know, respect, I think, is the biggest thing in a relationship because the moment that I call it a plate, if that plate breaks, um, you can glue it back together, but the cracks will always be there. So if you're in a healthy relationship, respect trust, loyalty, honesty, care, um, kindness, understanding the other person's love language. Like for me, it's words. And to another person, it might be touch. So as long as you know each other's love language, it's yeah. being able to speak to each other that way. So that's a really important yes. one. I think healthy and just communication is key. I like that everyone, a, everyone has a language. You know, some people, yes. it's, like you said, how they speak. Right, words of affirmation or acts of service, gifts, whatever the case may be, but it's important to know about it, That's for sure. I think communication, I think in today's day, um, dating is probably harder than it was back in the day, and I think that mm -hmm. women are sometimes afraid, or men, are afraid of really um, being honest about what they want, and with media telling us what we should be, what we should look like, you know, how we should dress, how um, much makeup we should wear. You know what? There comes a point where you gotta be comfortable in your own skin and be like, this is who I am, and and if you don't like it, that's okay. And go. the moment you really like learn to be with yourself and like your own company, someone out there is gonna love you just as much as you love yourself. There you and, go. and if they don't, that's okay. There we go. Yeah. I love that. Have there been any situations that, that you can mention that you really learned from and that you can help other women, uh, you know, kind of come out of situations where maybe they're struggling or mm -hmm. something that you went through that you really found a way to come through? <sighs> when, you, when you feel or see the red flags, and even if you don't see them, but you feel them in the pit of your stomach, wow. they don't lie. Yes. And they get worse. Mm, there we go. And um, it's hard to get out of a situation if you've been ignoring the red flags for mm. half a year, a year, even 20 years. Wow. But if you stay in a relationship that is not healthy, um, the rest of your life will fall apart. And I believe that you may love that person and that person may have been your soulmate, but I also believe that a soulmate could be in your life for a reason. And if you stay any longer than that lesson, if you stay any longer, anything that was taught in that lesson will leave. And so that you gotta send them light and love and leave. And I've, I've been unfortunately in an unhealthy relationship where mm -hmm. it um, it shattered me. It, it like shattered my self esteem, my confidence. I almost became someone I'm not. And but I was fighting it. And I thought I was fighting him. Yes, has nothing to do with him. I was fighting. Why am I staying? And that's a very important note. And and sometimes people, you know, after they leave or they break up or divorce, they keep asking themselves, why? Why did I stay? Why did I keep going back? You know what? It, it doesn't matter. Because once you're gone and you start doing the healing, mm -hmm. you can start talking to yourself or your inner child and find out why exactly did I stay in something like that. And when you, when you really understand it and are willing to talk to yourself about it, you can heal. And you know what? Like I can still miss people that I've had in my life and I can say I love them wow. and, um, and I hope that they have a beautiful life but just nowhere near me. 
Amen, sister. You yes. know what? And like you said, it's a, it, there's a saying, what is it? A, there are people in your lives either for a season, a, a reason, a season, or a lifetime, something like yeah. that. And it, it's, it's a profound way of looking at things because you realize that not everyone is meant to be there permanently. Mm -hmm. But in terms of what you went through, mm -hmm. looking at those red flags and seeing things that really pop out, are there any, any specific, distinct red flags that you could mention that were, were there that you didn't pay attention to or mm -hmm. were hard to see at the time? Yeah. Gaslighting, manipulation. If you, um, you know, I, I was afraid of what the public or the community might think if I left. Um, I was worried about my children because I introduced this gentleman to my children. And I was so worried about mm -hmm. all these outside forces that have nothing to do with mm -hmm. um, keeping the relationship healthy. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was just superficial um, stuff. It was a fairy tale. I believed mm -hmm. in a fairy tale because. Um, I wanted to stay and then when I really woke up and realized mm -hmm. you know what I'm not happy I'm not calm I'm not feeling peace yeah. and um, love does not hurt that and if scary. it hurts it is toxic absolutely yeah. and, and so you realized that there was a lot of hurt yes and there wasn't peace there was no peace and that is a profound thing to say because a lot of women and men alike stay in something sometimes that they experience the same thing. Yeah, and quiet desperation. And, and, and so how did you find the strength to just move, get, move on, get out? I, I prayed, I believed in the universe, I spoke to my friends, I um, went to therapy, mm -hmm. I meditated, I read, um, and ultimately there was something inside me that broke one day and I finally said, you know what? I'm not, I looked at myself, actually I remember the exact mm. moment. I went in the back of the plaza that I work at and I was just hysterically crying, like how could, wow. why am I here? Why am I so sad? And I, you know, I hit depression. And um, you know, like I felt like I was dead inside. And then I, I lowered my, my mirror and I saw my red face and my and my eyes are so beautiful when I cry. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh my eyes are so beautiful. They're beautiful now. And, and then I thought to myself, no, you will not cry for a man. You will not feel like this again. You are worthy, you are strong, you are beautiful, you are capable, you are on your own, and you will make it. And even though I got lost for a little bit of time. It's just a little bit of time. It's part of my journey. It made me stronger in the end. You were so amazing. it's you know. And and see, you hit that point where you just looked at yourself in the mirror yeah. and you just you said it. Yeah. And you spoke it, and it it came to be. Yeah. And so the words that we say to ourselves are so very important. So back to Olivia and her current work. So. If you can let our listeners and viewers in on your current projects and any uh, exciting things coming up in the future. Oh my goodness. I mean, I'm extremely excited about Brightwater just because we're here in Core Credit and yes. this beautiful community, um, great for investments, yeah. and then really just anything in South Mississauga, Oakville. I mean, that's where I usually work, and so we're working on getting tons of listings now that the market was a bit stable after like crazy, crazy hot. 
Um, other projects, I mean, I'm building my own house, so it's kind of oh, exciting. Oh, that yeah. is exciting. And there's so much going up in Port Credit. You're so oh, right. Everything. Yes. And it's a beautiful area to really have because the water, the, you know. Of the, course. It's beautiful, and, and they should be doing more to, to bring, you know, excitement near the water. Absolutely, um, yeah. We have a beautiful lake shore, and I think it should be somewhat like Miami. <laughs> <laughs> like Miami. We can bring a little Miami vibe. I love that. What about women getting involved in real estate? And what's your so, advice for any women getting involved? Um, I mean, my advice is definitely join a team. I mean, I think what you can learn in six years on your own, you can learn within one year being on a good team. Yeah. I think just uh, having a great database and being personable and knowing people and making sure that it's not transactional. The moment you believe that this business is just paycheck to paycheck is the moment I fired you, you know, so like for me, it's all about running it like a business and really being part of people's journey yes. and, and being part of their lives, you know, forever. I mean, you, you grow a, a friendship and, and a relationship when you're looking at homes and being part of that and their family. How do you find the time to be a mom of three, to be full-time, you know, work, to, to do so many things? And how to you, work out five days And to work out five days a day. Beautiful. And to date. How do you Obviously yeah, it's huge. I'm uh, OCD organized. So for me, I don't take um, time away from my children for business and I don't take time from my children for my business. It doesn't make sense. Like when I'm at work, it's work. Right. When I'm with my children, I'm with my children. And then the rest of the time is me. So I share my time between um, me yeah. going out with friends or dating. So, I mean, he's got to be pretty special if I'm giving him the time of day. Yep. And then friends, you know what, like, uh, it was funny because one of the questions was how many people know you. And I asked my assistant that this morning, and, you know, maybe 25,000 people know who I am, but how many people really know me? Yep. I mean, a handful. And that's how usually is. Yeah, absolutely. You want to keep a, a, a close, uh, close-knit circle. Yeah. But time management for sure. Yeah. And so you're obviously, any tips for helping to stay organized? Yes, I mean, if it comes to children, I mean, figure out what they're wearing the, the day before. I mean, my son has ADD. I mean, I know I have to prepare things ahead of time so that there's no arguments over what he's wearing or what he's gonna do that day. Um, making sure that homework is maybe cut, instead of doing it all within one hour, I might have to break it down and do a little bit at four and a little bit at seven and then, you know, entice yeah. him with other, uh, other activities just to get him to, to do it. Um, you know, each of my child, each of my children have different personalities. So making sure I spend a lot of alone time with each and every one of them, just to make sure they're okay and what they're going through and all that stuff. Um, working out before they wake up or uh, with them, like wow. I get them involved and say, guys, like I've got a trainer coming over. Let's do this together. Let's make it fun. Yes. Um, when it comes to time for me, it's the days that my ex-husband will see the kids, so mm -hmm. I'll make time to maybe have a date or go out to a restaurant. And with do you, do you do a lot of work in personal growth and development? I do, and I like to teach people at schools. I like to, Ooh. like, oh yeah, absolutely, like where teens. You, where do you teach? Um, I've gone to different high schools just because of teen pregnancy, given the fact that I was a teen beautiful, mom, beautiful. and the chances of surviving and uh, being successful are slim to none. Um, so I help a lot of single moms. I help a lot of abused women and children because yeah. of things that I've gone through. So yeah. that's where my, you know, my heart is. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Really what I do. Yeah. Any any specifics uh, places that you went to help uh, with one other than the high schools? Um, Mississauga Life Center at one yeah. point. So that was for teen moms. Yeah. I have. Um, so on my birthday, what I do. I mean, you've been part of this yeah. as well. So, Every year on my birthday, instead of, I call it giving instead of receiving, so um, I start a GoFundMe page and I ask 
anyone that I know to donate 20, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever. And then usually I have anywhere from five to $10,000 on my birthday, September 25th, uh, 21st, well, um, to give out to two or three local charities. So a lot of the time, like this year with COVID, it was um, like a food drive because yeah. there was a lot of people that were really hurting and yes. hurt. Or um, sometimes there could be a fire in a home and I yeah. want to help those kind of people. That so is, that's so, something that speaks to something, me. But, yeah. but definitely someone with, with children or mm -hmm. single dads. I mean, there's a lot of great dads out there. That's that, a really good point too. Um, you know, also struggle if, yeah. you know, both ways. Absolutely. And now closing with my lovely Olivia, I would love to know, and I'm sure everyone would love to know, what has been your hardest and greatest lesson that you've gone through, either career or personal life, and how you came to all your success? Okay, so career, I would say um, organize your finances and hire someone if you need help because you don't want the tax man to screw you over. And um, business-wise, follow up. Like, don't be afraid to follow up with people because a lot of the time they'll slip through the cracks if you don't do it. So that's something that I wish I had learned way earlier. Um, kids, spend a lot of time with your children. I have the best relationship with my teenage teenager. I mean, a lot of people complain about teenagers. I could not have asked for a better daughter. Oh my gosh, she's almost 18. Oh my god. Um, relationships, definitely, you know, respect and, and communication and make sure there's no red flags and if there are leave like just leave you just know, know walk it. out the door That's close it. the chapter and, and move on next she says it like it is <laughs> I love it. and now if so if there's anything you can go back and change would you or you wouldn't i think i would have done more follow-up in the beginning of my career and um and worked on my um you know, all the things that I know, and, we, and you always hear older people say this to our younger selves, I guess, or, or teens, and they say, you know, what I know now, I wish I knew back then. Like, working on yourself, your self-esteem and confidence is probably one of the most important things in one's life, male or female. Working on more of that, I love it. Yeah. And where can people find you? Please tell us. Oh my goodness. Okay, social media, Olivia Torrin, T-O-R-U-N. Um, Facebook, I mean, Twitter, LinkedIn, I have no idea, Remax, Core Credit, look for top realtor, I don't know, you'll find me. <laughs> Everywhere and anywhere, Olivia Torrin, everyone, thank you so thank much for so my part so nice sharing you. your yes. journey, and it's, it was a beautiful, beautiful and, and I really hope that like, if, if this changes anyone's life or helps anyone, like, to me that is you know, the whole reason for this, and, and if anyone needs any help or has yes. any questions, like. Reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you, my darling. Thank you. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Vasanti Cosmetics for sponsoring this episode. Head over to VasantiCosmetics.ca for luxury, high-performance cosmetics and skincare. Make sure to use promo code DINA10 for 10% off all online products. Thanks again for joining in. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, and comment below. Make sure to also find us on Instagram, at DetoxWithDina, and my personal page, at Dina Theodora. Stay tuned and catch you next time.